time it is? Yeah, you do, don't you? Because you're tuned in. Sports Yak, the podcast, Corey Mann, Chuck Freebie, and South Bend. That's in Indiana. That's in America. Sports Yak, powered by Big and Tall Outlet on South Casopla Street in Elkhart. Download the Sports Yak podcast anywhere and everywhere. Sports Yak, the podcast. This is Jimmy Shorts. The Horror Movie Podcast is listener-funded by fans like you at Patreon.com. You can find out more at Patreon.com slash The Horrible Movie Podcast. You're listening to the Studio DNA Network, studiodna.media. Folks, welcome to the Horrible Movie Podcast. My name is Jack. Thanks for tuning in and downloading the show. Along for the ride today, we have the world-renowned Jared Yarber. Jared, what is going on? How are you, buddy? Good to hear you. Good to see you. Man, it's uh, great to see you. You're the best around. Nothing's going to ever take you down. You know that? <laughs> nothing. 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 Um, as always, producer Phil is in the house. Uh, and Jared, let's start out by doing this. You, my friend, I've known you for a long time, like a many long, years, many yes. years, many decades. Uh, you yes. uh, are the proud owner of a uh, tattoo company, uh, Bad Donkey Tattoo. Tell folks a little bit about it, uh, and then location where they can maybe, hey, if they wanted to maybe reach out to you guys, where they could do that. And then we're gonna play a little bit, a little game I like to call Jared's. Tattoo trivia. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we are located Lake of the Ozarks, Missouri. Uh, we we've been open for eleven years. We we mainly do a lot of our business. I guess you could say. I guess questions would probably be better. Is more through a Facebook page, which everybody does, so it's easier to contact us through there. Uh, we don't really have a website, but we do have a lot of our our artwork on there. Instagram as well. You know, so uh, like I said, we've been open for 11 years and we just keep getting better, better, buddy. It's 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 nice. I'm, I'm proud of it. And if everybody has a chance, check us out. Check it out. Tattoos are fun and kids love there. tattoos. That kids. I, I can prove that. Actually, that's, kids love that's a fact. Kids love them. Um, Jared, what would you say to someone that's um, looking to get a first time t- tattoo? I'm sure you guys get people like that all the time that. Are coming in for the very first time? Oh, every day, yeah. We uh, usually, if it's you know your first one, it's we always tell people come in, check out portfolios, meet your artist, get comfortable with that guy. You guys can sit down, do a consultation, and you know that way, just lay it all out. You know what what you want to do. We can explain what we can do for you, and just run with it from there. So, it's, it, to me, it's it's more important to be comfortable with the guy that you're doing you know that's actually doing your tattoo or the guy that you're just sitting down explaining what you want and just kind of feel him out from there you know yeah. so yeah 
So yeah, cool. it's that's you know the basic first part of tattoos anymore. It's not like it used to be where people pick a lot of stuff off the walls. A lot of people want custom drawn tattoos. So better to sit down with the guy and make sure he knows what you're talking about because. You sure don't want to mess with a dude that you're going to come in and then not <laughs> you're getting into, you know. So. Yeah, um, makes sense. Phil uh, actually has talked to me earlier. He'd like you to, uh, he'd like to come up. He wants uh, across his upper chest producer and then, a, <laughs> and then across, across by his belly button, he wants Phil underneath there. Something real like in, like in, uh, oh, I don't know, like an old English, like an English lettering, like old school. Mm. What do you think? Well, no, man, Phil? I, it's so crazy because I just had a guy in this week wanting the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. The exact <laughs> same tattoo. That so. is so weird. It's probably because of our right. show. Yeah, Phil, you better get up here and get with it. You better get it done. <laughs> you know, I, I don't I don't want a guy to beat you out on this thing. <laughs> so Let's play a game <laughs> called, uh, and actually this is really just me asking questions to Jared, but we're going to call it Tattoo Trivia with Jared. I like Jared, it. What like is uh, the most elaborate, longest, maybe the longest tattoo, maybe the process you've ever had to work on yourself or maybe seen done? Okay. Say. One, one single piece. Not like, oh, this guy has a whole sleeve of just randomo stuff. Like he's got Pokemon on one side <laughs> and he's got, uh, you know, he's got. He's got Which Avatar <laughs> on his hand and then he's got on the backside, he's got, you know, Homer Simpson. What, what? What is the most, like, single piece, longest process you've ever seen? Uh, me personally, the longest I've ever worked on a guy is I worked on a guy for nine and a half hours. Oh, my God. Wow. At a, at a convention. Of course, it was in California, so he had to get it done. It wasn't like he was going to run down the road and finish it next week. Right. So we had that. But then at one point, I did go to a convention, and I saw a lady getting a back piece worked on. Now, I didn't do it, of course. It was another artist. But he worked on her three days solid. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Every day she got back up and went right back into this, which to me sounds horrible. Yeah. You know, it, it's like burning your finger on the stove every day for three days <laughs> in the same spot, you know. So, But she was a trooper. She got through it. The tattoo looked amazing. So some people are, Dude, they can handle committed. that stuff. I, I couldn't myself personally, but. Um, but yeah, she sat for three days straight, same spot. Oh my gosh! So uh, the without naming names and without alienating yourself from any friends or anything, the weirdest tattoo you've ever seen someone get. Try to keep it family friendly. But what's okay. the weirdest tattoo you've? And you you saw it and you go, man, why would anyone want that? Go ahead. I I actually have an answer for this. I get asked that a lot, but I have an answer for that, and. It is a chrome toaster <laughs> that has bosoms, and it also had fuzzy pink slippers and a beaver tail. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. And I, that's, I did it a few years on a guy, I, I'd say four or five years ago, and he gave me the idea, and then we just kind of decided to add other stuff to make it even weirder. So, so weird. But that's what it was. It, I, I don't know how you get much weirder than that. That is odd. Wow. That very is, odd. That is so very much odd. better of an answer than anything I could have come up with. Yeah, you were thinking, I think, like a mermaid with, like, 
you know, knives for hands or like a. I mean, I was at, at like Wolverine claws. I, I would have been right. content, content if you said like a mermaid with three eyes or something like yeah. that. But that that the toaster thing is crazy, dude. No, it's over the top. And I think that's the only reason he wanted to get it was because it was so weird. Well, now he's. It wasn't like yeah. it was, you know. You know, it was a memorial piece for his aunt or something. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's super odd. I think he just wanted something really weird. All right, last one. Um, the coolest tattoo you have ever seen, where you're like, I cannot believe that anyone could do that, and it's just the coolest thing ever. Or maybe just one you're like, man, I wish I could get that, or I could get that, or I want to get that. Coolest thing yeah. ever. That one's kind of tough because it's. I see a lot. It's subjective, you know, I follow too, and it's subjective a lot of, too. Yeah tattoo artists on instagram and i'm a big fan of new school you know i mean you knew me you know how much i like to draw kind yeah, of the big absolutely. cartoony stuff so anything kind of new school but i do have certain artists that i think do really great stuff you know um but i don't really know of one in particular that i was like man that's hands above you know the best tattoo i've ever seen but i will say this i was in california in santa rosa few years ago and there was a guy there that got a portrait a color portrait of uh abraham lincoln (laughs) and it was by far i i mean it was almost like it was so real looking you're just yeah you couldn't believe it was an actually a tattoo it was so good it's like art so like art art yeah oh it was crazy so crazy so i could say that one was probably one where i looked at and was just in awe you know like oh my gosh, how did this guy do this? You know, how did he make it look this real? So I would say probably that one. It's cool. not really something I'd want to wear myself, but technically sound, it was amazing. You know, just such a good tattoo. Old Honest Abe. Hmm. Oh, Honest cool. Abe. Honest Abe on a tattoo. Do you think Abraham Lincoln ever thought he'd be a tattoo on somebody? <laughs> I mean, do you don't I, think I, I anyone don't, ever thought? You think he was like, oh, one day, Mary Todd, I'll, I'll be a tattoo on, on this guy's <laughs> forearm. <laughs> What? Or on back? Or what'd you say it was on his back? Uh, no, it, it was on a calf. It was on the side of oh, his okay. calf. Okay, well, there you so, go. So <laughs> but it was a uh, oh, it was beautiful work. But maybe he had a dream about that at one point I had too. A dream. I had a dream, yeah. and it was four score and seven years ago. <laughs> our forefathers tattooed me on their calf. Well, right. Have you ever done a RoboCop? Have you ever done a RoboCop tattoo? No, but I would. I would love to. Uh, real quick, and that, uh, that would be like you know almost like labor of love, Jack. You know, well, like, this you do it for free if someone shows up in your I shop. Will you would. do it for free? If no, someone don't commit. Would let me do a RoboCop tattoo on. Now, let me rephrase that. If it's just plain old RoboCop, I'd probably have to charge you a little bit. But if you put the wings on him oh. where he's flying around, <laughs> yes, I'm telling you that one's on Jared. I, I'm, I'm doing that a one. Jared original. Uh, man, I'm so glad you uh, were willing to come on here. It took me a little bit today to get set up. We had some technical stuff, but uh, my friend, it's been well worth the wait. Um, right. Before we've got about we've got about 15 seconds before we go to our first little radio break here. Um, when we come no, back, we're folks, going till 13. We're going till 13. Yeah. Oh, this is my first day. We're gonna we're gonna keep going, Jared. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. I screwed okay. this up. Um, I thought I guess I thought you were adding it to 11th th- no, minimum. No. All right. Well, with that said, Jared, forget forget what I just said. Act like it never happened. Uh, okay. It's time for some deets. We're gonna go ahead and do the details of the movie RoboCop Three. Yes. Directed by Fred Decker, uh, and Fred Decker has has directed some other things. He he has a cult following for Night of the Creeps 
in The Monster Squad, who Shane Black is in. Uh, anyway, Shane Black's also in this movie, but uh, Fred Decker. He's, he's actually in it? Shane Black is in this movie. He is the dad of, what's the girl in the movie, the little girl in the movie? Uh, uh, Nico. Miko. It's Miko's dad, and he uh, gets killed early on, though. Deceased. <laughs> but with that said, it yeah, does not last long. <laughs> but but Fred Decker directed those two movies, and he also directed this one. Uh, Wolf. Anyway, uh, screenplay by Frank Miller, uh, the great Frank Miller, uh, comic comic artist, unbelievable. And then, um, like I said, Fred Decker, and we've got uh, starring Robert John Burke, who played RoboCop in this one, Nancy Allen, and Rip Torn, and then a cast of others. We talked earlier about uh, Milton. Milton, yes. From Office Space is yeah. in this. Uh, uh, Stephen Root. Yeah, he is Stephen Root. So I'll tell you what we're going to do. When we come back, we'll go ahead and go to the radio break. When we come back, we'll finish up these deets, and we'll get hardcore into the most hardcore movie I know, RoboCop 3. <laughs> Absolutely. To serve and protect. <laughs> Welcome back, folks. Uh, we're talking to Jared Yarber, uh, who is a world-renowned tattoo artist. Uh, it's true. It's true, Jared. Around the world, uh, what, the uh, have you ever? Uh, how many tattoos over the years have you given? Oh man! Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I thousands. I, last last year, I revamped my portfolio, and you know, with smartphones and stuff, you don't really use a camera as much anymore. It's just usually your phone. And I had fourteen hundred pictures. Wow! Jeez. Of tattoos. Just so last, just last year. Now right? that's that's been. You know, I would say that was over a good three, four years, something. Okay. But that's also, you know, what tattoos I did like. It wasn't every tattoo I'd done. So, yeah. so it's hard to say. But you've done I it for would, like 20 years now, right? Almost. It'll be 19 years in May, yeah. It's nuts. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, no, it's crazy. <laughs> and speaking of tattoos, a great segue. Uh, RoboCop 3 tattoos. Um, a discount at Bad Donkey Tattoo this week Absolutely. only. Absolutely. Uh, we'll give you, Jerry will give you a 50% off uh, any tattoo that has RoboCop 3 with wings on it. Man, uh, I, I, look, Jack, I'll sweeten the deal, okay. and I'll even throw in a T-shirt. Yeah! <laughs> you know, so. If you'll go to Bad Donkey Tattoo at Lake of the Ozarks, get RoboCop with wings. He'll give you 50% off, and you'll get a T-shirt. That's right, folks. Just, I don't know how much better of a deal you can get. Just use promo code horrible movie. Yeah, poor <laughs> promo code horrible movie. Uh, I like it. 50% off. It's awesome. I, I'll do it. We'll pitch anything. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, well, we said we said RoboCop 3, directed by Fred Decker, produced by Patrick Crowley, uh, screenplay by Frank Miller, who is a legendary comic book uh, uh, artist, correct? That, 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 that blew me away when I saw that, too. I was... I, I mean... I was thinking it couldn't be the same Frank. No, Miller. it's him. It's definitely him. He did uh, the graphic novels Ronin. He did Daredevil: Born Again. He did Dark Knight uh, Returns, which is unbelievable. He did Batman yeah. Year One, Sin City, and 300 graphic novel, and Robocop. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and he did Robocop Three. Unbelievable. Because after you've done the Dark Knight Returns, what else is there to do but mm -hmm. Robocop? Got to do it. Screenplay by Frank. Miller. <laughs> right. I mean exactly. Uh, screenplay by Frank Miller and Fred Decker, uh, aforementioned. Uh, and then story, the story all together by Frank Miller. Now, I think what they're doing is they're saying he wrote the graphic novel that this story came from for RoboCop. 
mm. this this RoboCop story, and then they utilized that for the movie too. And he had a big chunk, like a big part of it too. So I mean, it's nuts. Um, starring, like I said, Robert John Burke, Nancy Allen, and Rip Torn. We said uh, Stephen Root, who is Milton yes. from Office Space, mm-hmm. who ends up being the Judas character and and ends up uh, being against the uh, rebellion. Uh, right. Which is sad. Another little fun fact. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know this. One of the rebellion. I, I can't explain his role. I can't remember his name, but he was kind of the mechanic guy in the in the show. Was also George Costanza's boss. Yeah, uh, what's his name? Um, at Playmore or Play Kruger Now? At Play Now on Seinfeld. <laughs> Kruger. Yes. Yeah, and he's actually from the Kruger. The, yeah, that the, was it. The Festivus episode. Uh, uh, Kruger. This guy ends up at at the Costanza's house, and he is the <laughs> he's the wheelman and the mechanic. He is like Whistler from Blade. Only yes. it's. Kruger from Seinfeld. <laughs> Kruger. That was it. Yeah, it wasn't play now. That's right. That's He's right. He's a wheel man, folks. It's, it always reminded me, you know, where there was the episode where George w- was in the photo. Oh, and they have to... <laughs> yes. I'm getting off track here. I'm no, you know, I, I, we talk Seinfeld almost every episode. So <laughs> so they, uh, they, they have to... Uh, he goes to a Photoshop... And they Photoshop George out of the picture because, yeah, yeah there's a whole incident with a boombox that he ruined. Anyway, uh, Basil. Great episode. Basil. Great episode. Uh, every episode is a great episode, except for season one. Uh, music <coughs> by Basil Paloderus. That sounded bad when I said it. Um, that sounded really bad. Uh, <laughs> Phil will bleep that out in post-production. Uh, that's a lie. He won't. But um, he is a uh, renowned uh, movie score guy. He did Conan the Barbarian. He did Red Dawn. Uh, he did the first RoboCop. He did The wow. Hunt for Red October. Free Willy! <laughs> Starship Troopers. Uh, and the le- and uh, the entire Lonesome Dub soundtrack. And he also, you know what he did, Jared? RoboCop what? 3. <laughs> what was it? And RoboCop 3. <laughs> I, I, with a resume like that, uh, I mean... He was just like, why The guy's not? probably set for life, I would say, well, you know, after a resume. Based know. on RoboCop 3. <laughs> yeah. um, and well, then of course. A release course. date. This is a weird one. Uh, because the, it had a release date of November 5th, 1993 in the U.S. It released actually earlier that year in Japan, April the 18th. So it released six months, seven months almost before in, in Japan than it did in the U.S., Really weird. Wow. And then it didn't release until June 24th, 1994 in Britain. And That's and awesome. all of that, ready for this? They fin- they finished filming this movie uh, a year, actually a year earlier, like at the very beginning of 1992, and it just sat on the shelf, and they didn't do anything with it. Wow. Crazy. Well, it's kind of like they say, you know, when you're grilling a steak, Jack, you just leave it alone. Crock you know? pot, just like a crock pot, man. We're just gonna let it simmer. Yeah, don't touch it till it's time. You know, uh, so I, I guess that's what it was. Well, folks, the uh, next segment here is uh, the greatest segment ever in podcaster radio. That's right. It's thirty second synopsis. Uh, Jared, you have been tasked uh, with telling everyone, spoiling this entire movie in thirty seconds. Uh, and you have to tell everyone about the police department in Detroit and the OCP uh, company. And if you do not uh, do this correctly within 30 seconds, uh, you have to actually join the Detroit police department uh, and uh, 
Yeah, become become the police chief of Detroit. So oh. good luck, oh. sir. Good luck, sir. Okay, this is gonna be tough. Okay. You're gonna be fine. Thirty seconds. Right? Thirty seconds. I'm gonna hold up the clock as we go just so you can kind of see it. Uh so let's give this a try. Uh we're gonna do this right here. Yep, that'll work. And then ready and thirty seconds synopsis, Jared Yarber, Robocop three. To serve and protect okay. and go. Well, OCP is trying to start the, the, the grand city of Delta City, but they're also trying to push out the people of Detroit, the good people of Detroit that's always lived there. So what are they going to do? They're not going to take it, Jack. They're going to rebel. They're not going to let this happen. And lo and behold, somehow RoboCop becomes their help. But what happens? The samurais come after him, but <laughs> he's too tough for them. He can fly around. He saves the city. He saves the people. Delta City's no more excellent work I, I like what you did at the end um <laughs> boy that was really rushed well, no, it's okay. well i was... put the clock up and i don't know if you noticed but on the timer initially i put uh 30 minutes so uh and then i had to go back and redact it so. 30, 30 minutes synopsis is not the most popular uh no one wants on that really great work. no i think everybody's uh, you're you're saved you're fine robocop is going to uh, come to your house though and probably uh, shoot you <laughs> or chase you around in his Ford Taurus, which I thought was really funny that in the future oh. they're driving Ford, old Ford Tauruses from the 80s as their cop cars. You know, I was thinking that, too. It's supposed to be of the future, but the cars really didn't change all that much. And you know something else that didn't change? And this is a part. Go to the donut shop. I thought Mahoney was sitting back there from Police Academy. They were saving the, wearing the same outfit that you know the old Police Academy was, but that's oh. what makes that movie so nothing great. Nothing changes, man. Nothing changes in movies. Uh, it doesn't. And it is set in the future, but it this movie doesn't really give a a future, like a, a time. It doesn't. Future. No, no. The first RoboCop. We're looking at this is five years after the first one. Or this was yeah this is five years uh -huh. after the second one, um, and I'm looking at this uh, trying to find a good timeline. I think it just says the future. I don't think it really even gives a, a good uh, timing of when it actually is supposed to have happened, which is really weird. Well, well even the in the one. first one, there was, you know, Red Foreman went and bought the the new car, you know, the real nice car that they ended up blowing up. Yes. And it looked a little futuristic, but I, RoboCop 3, they didn't have time for that. No, they did not have time. They were busy that. inventing wings. They, they, well, it's a know? prototype that, they, that that one scientist just luckily she worked on. Um, yeah, it doesn't give a real time as far as when it when it was supposed to be happening, folks. So uh, one thing I left out on the, on the, uh, the details, this had a uh, $22 million budget. Yeah. Do you know how much it made, Jared, at the box office? Uh, I actually did see that number. I, I want to say, was it around twelve million? Like about ten, almost almost eleven, like ten point six million. But, but I mean, think about that. They lost money on this thing. It's well, so weird. Robocop. Ow, ow. How big? The first Robocop made fifty fifty million dollars at the box office, but only on like a ten million dollar budget. So it made money, and I think it was like, well, we'll make another movie. We will make forty million dollars. We'll take that. Who doesn't want forty million dollars, right? I don't. Anybody would yeah, anybody love that. It. But. All right, here so we go. I guess the second movie also made money. They wouldn't have made a third one without it, right? Well, I mean, they would have. They, let's let's give it a check here. Let me give the old checksy. Um, we are going with okay. So thirty-five million dollar budget for the second one, and it made forty-five million dollars. So it made ten million dollars, but 
So just barely. And so then they made they literally went into production as soon as the second one was done, they went into production on the third one. Wow. And so it was like bang bang, here we go. We're gonna, you know, go that route. So didn't it seem kind of far? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I know those movies were made a long time ago from now and we're used to all the CGI and stuff now, but I still remember the second one being so much better as far as CGI and stuff went or whatever it would be is in the third one. It was so horrible. Like everything well, was so bad. Well, the second one at least felt like the first one. Like the the first one yes. had a yeah. fe- had a ha- had a futuristic feel to it. And then did you watch any of these, Phil? I've seen bits and pieces of the first one. So the first one had this very futuristic feel to it. I remember watching it when I, when I was little and thinking, "Dude, this is this is nuts. This is nuts how 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 futuristic this thing is." Then then stinking uh the second one uh, had the same sort of feel. And I don't know how this one, but it wasn't near as futuristic as the uh, first one. Not even close, yeah. The, like I said, the first one had aspects to it. This one was just like, you know, they, I don't know, like they were going to do it the next week, you know, normal <laughs> time. You know, it, I don't know. It was, yeah, but it did have wings. I, I don't, The wings are the most futuristic thing. So <laughs> let's elaborate on this plot here, folks. The um, So Detroit is literally um, on the on the verge of bankruptcy, much like modern-day Detroit, which also is <laughs> is pretty rough. Like, there's some really rough rough stuff that goes on in Detroit. Uh, the auto industry has, has kind of tanked a little bit at, at, at points, and a lot of those jobs have moved out of Detroit. There are whole blocks of Detroit, literally, that just are kind of uninhabited at this point because... Of the downturn, maybe not to this level. There aren't the splatter gang is not a not in the uh, is not in Detroit. <laughs> splatter gang is in this movie, and those guys are punk rockers like from some horrible, stupid video game like Final Fight or something. Right. Like, like what? Like why are they there? Um, so they. I don't are, know what they yeah. if they're handing out taffy to that gang too, because all their teeth are just horrible. Like. Oh well, yeah. There's. There's definitely not dental care for all in Detroit in the future. <laughs> right. um, they are really rough, and they look—they look kind of tweaked up. I don't know if if I can say that. It looks horrible. They they look like they're in some bad shape there. They are. Um, they are. But they are—they uh, run the city in some ways. They—they they do. It's kind of like the. And Warriors. there was one guy wearing a clear coat. Like I like was... now. I like the clear coat. It was a uh, plaza, a plastic coat. Um, yep. and, uh, but it's, you know, it's be a great, uh, great raincoat. You want to make sure wherever you had underneath of it looked good because you can right. see through the clear coat that this gang member wore scuzz. I'm sure his name is scuzz <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> ripper. Uh, Spike. Well, if it wasn't, it should have been. Yes. So. so guys, somewhere in the future, uh, Detroit is on the verge of bankruptcy and, and looking bad. Uh, there's a, um, company, um, called Omni Consumer Products or OCP that uh, they basically have come in and paid off all of, uh, they, they've said they're going to pay off all the debt for Detroit because they owe a lot of money but they're going to basically control everything um, so this chairman is a, it's a Japanese company this Japanese chairman comes in and says we're going to take over everything but you know what we're going to do we're going to run everybody uh, out of their city um, and, but we're going to create this new city called Delta City 
We're gonna, old Detroit's going to go away. It's all going to be Delta City, and we're going to streamline everything. We're going to take all the old buildings and knock them down. Even if there are people still in those buildings, we are yeah. knocking them down. Cadillac uh, Heights. Cadillac Heights, a very good name for a city in Detroit, or a part of a, you know, like the, a neighborhood in Detroit. Right. Um, <laughs> sorry. All but right, you so, would seem to think it would be kind of high-end, Cadillac Heights. Well, maybe, you know, 70 years ago, but this location here, ever since RoboCop. Now, this could be, it could be said. Now, RoboCop in the first movie, Detroit still, I felt like, had something going on for itself. But every movie, it seems like it's getting worse. Is it like a Batman scenario where there's that theory that, you know, Batman came along to clean up the city, but Batman, in in becoming Batman, all he did was cause the criminals to take it up a notch. And so we you know he initially starts fighting the mob. By the end, we got Joker and we got the Penguin and Riddler and everybody else. Bane's showing up, breaking his back. Thoughts, Jerry? Right. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> did RoboCop I, I, cause did RoboCop cause all this issue? Maybe he did. <laughs> I, I, I mean, mean I never looked at it that way. You kind of just threw threw me a curveball there, buddy. I, mean, I want you to think about it. We thought it was going to clear crime up, but it just made crime, I mean, more sophisticated and smarter. Yes, and, you know, the the Watchmen, the whole premise of the Watchmen uh, graphic novel was that that basically the watch, the like, superheroes or anyone in a costume, it's kind of like the new, uh, what's the Incredibles movie, Incredibles 2? Mm-hmm. Like, all superheroes become... Uh, it's illegal to be a superhero because all you do, all you do is you make the bad guys have to be that much more uh, tough. It's weird. Anyway, sorry, I digress on that on that thought process. Well, would you so. agree that McDaggart might be the worst villain <laughs> in all the RoboCop movies? Well, he is the worst because in the first one they had did was Jack Palance in the first one or was there another guy that was very Jack Palance like? Uh, Red Foreman. Yeah, that's <laughs> who it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he. Uh, and he was believable as a jerk, like a uh, millionaire guy, billionaire guy. He was actually really a really good bad guy in that movie, yeah. I thought. McTag- and- McDaggart in this one uh, is British. Has yes. a, and I'm going to say this, and no one take this fin- offense at this, had a very, um, I don't want to say Hitler, but very kind of, um, I don't I, know, I, dic- I agree. dictator feel to him. I don't know why yes. I feel that way, but he had this... Very dictator feel to him. And I agree. The city official is played by Rip Torn. He just called the CEO. Is that right? Of the CEO of That's Detroit. It. <laughs> That's it. He has no name. He's just the CEO. But he he <laughs> yells all of his lines. Uh, it's just ridiculous. And then he always has kind of a. After he yells at someone, he has kind of a grin, like a side grin after everything. So. It, <laughs> Which made it even better. Like, Harder, yeah. Hey, I'm going to yell at you to be mean, but I kind of want you to know I'm still happy with you. You know, like, <laughs> Look, I'm not really mad. I'm kind of mad. <laughs> you know, I'm mad. Um, so check it out. They've got McTaggart. Um, he comes in. He is going to be the do the heavy lifting for OCP. Yeah, you know me. We're talking OCP. Uh, and uh, John Castle play, plays McTaggart, uh, McDaggart. And he um, comes in, starts cleaning up the street with his uh, street, the rehabs, okay? Urban rehabilitators is this police force, and for short, the rehabs. Um, I wanted to talk about this, uh, Jerry, we got about 30 seconds before break. Um, 
you applied for the rehabs, right? I did. We were talking earlier, and you were filling out your application for OCP uh, Urban Rehabilitators. Uh, are you think you have a good chance of getting into the rehabs? I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, it didn't seem positive. I, I don't think I was quite dictatorish enough to be part of the rehab. I, well, it's it, no, it was hard. Yeah, the, uh, saving saving people's no life matter. They don't even, they don't even know what they really need. Uh, but you're going to help they, them find out. So they didn't. Uh, well, and, folks, when we come back, we'll t- finish uh, talking about RoboCop 3. Folks, we're back. Uh, we're talking to Jared Yarber. Uh, we're talking about RoboCop 3. And actually, Jared has a doctorate in RoboCop 3 studies from OCP University. Wow. Uh, Jared, um, this degree, uh, I tell you what, it's a, it's, a, you're, it's a labor of love. We talked about this earlier, right? Yes. Yes, very much so. Uh, you've played uh, basketball at OCP University as well uh, on a basketball scholarship. Uh, that's the Fighting RoboCops uh, is their mascot. <laughs> uh, what do you think about uh, OCP University's chance at the uh, NCAA tournament this year? And what do you think about the unfair advantage of all the players having wings? I, it seems like they should be able to dunk better than the rest of their opponents. Well, I look, I, I kind of look at it like this. It's the wings. Yeah, is it an advantage? Of course. <laughs> but... If the rest of these schools, you know, had, you know, were just as smart or had, you know, the ideas that RoboCop or OCP University has, they would have been way ahead of the program and had wings way ahead of time. So, I mean, you just need to deal with it. So you're putting you know? the you're putting the blame on their opponents. Then, really, it's their Absolutely. fault. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Hey, um, I mean, just get with the times, guys. OCP gonna, University, get with the times. And I would. <laughs> And by the way, I'd like to, you know, say congratulations to Red Foreman for going into the OCP <laughs> Hall of Fame this year. So so deserving. It's 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 got to be an honor for him. He was, he's a legend. You know, he's a true legend. OCP folks, what can't you do? That's, that's, what, their, that's their motto. <laughs> what can't you do? What can't you do? Question <laughs> mark. Oh, so good. Motto with a question mark is never good for a college. Uh, Jared Yarber's here. We're talking about RoboCop Three. Producer Phil's in the hizzy in the house. He's over there on the slides, mixing, uh, maxing, relaxing, shooting some b-ball outside of the school. Uh, <laughs> and we're just having fun. Wiki wiki wow wow wow. But uh, we were talking before uh, when we went to break about uh, RoboCop Three and about uh, the OCP. Uh, the Omni Consumer Products has come into Detroit, and they paid off all the debt of Detroit. But have they really? Have they really paid off the debt? Jared is the question. Or have they actually taken on a bigger bill than they could ever pay off? I I, I feel like I feel like they have paid the debt. Uh, I mean, the people of Detroit deserved so much, and at the end, I, I really had a good feeling that it was going to stay this time. You know, they. They finally got rid of all the evil people that were holding them back. You know, I I mean, once you defeat three or four cyborg samurais, you can do anything. I mean, I, I feel oh. So the movie really is this. The rehab, the rehabilitator people, uh, they're, they're the rehabs, special forces group that comes in led by Paul McDaggett, played by John Castle. They come in and they clear out whole neighborhoods. The backstory are there there are these samurai uh, robot samurai ninja cyborg yeah. things, whatever they are, uh, imported from Japan, and mm-hmm. they come over and they are they send them out to attack Robocop because Robocop 
by the way, gets hurt over and over again in this movie. Like he is, he does. he's not like the whole point of RoboCop is like he shows up and he just wrecks the whole place, blows everything up, and then he comes walking through the flames at the end, uh, and it's just you know the fire's blowing up behind him. He's walking through the flames, but you can't hurt RoboCop. No, no, and this no. one like seventeen times. They're like, well, he may not survive this one. Why? <laughs> He's RoboCop. What's the point of this? <laughs> one of the greatest parts too was as they were in the church and Daggett and his cronies are are shooting down uh, Lewis, which they did murder her. Unreal too. Know? Yeah, they killed her off. Yeah, yeah, and that was that was that was rough. We had a hard time with that, you know, watching it. But but then they also shoot RoboCop, and that's what really gets him down, where we don't know if he's going to make it or not. In the but heart. later in the movie, they shoot him with a bazooka and a pink Cadillac. <laughs> Doesn't phase him. I mean, I think they built him so much better the second time around that I, you're not going to destroy him, not even with a bazooka. So the OCP you know? is able to, so the OCP is able to get a, uh, a new chip. They're wanting to put this new chip into him to control him. Um, the scientist in the lab uh, is this, uh, what is her stinking name? She's so mi- She's not minor, but she ends up being part of the main story. Uh, she does. She was what's big. What's her name? Yeah, but she wasn't that big. because I can't. Oh, Dr. Lazarus. Yeah, she yes. uh, comes through, and she is like, "I'm not going to put that chip in them," but she doesn't tell anybody that. Anyway, and then they smuggle her, her, her she and Robocop move, go off to the to the rebellion, and they um, they fix Robocop up like you're saying, kind of heal him up a little bit. But then they get <laughs> the rebellion has a group of fun characters. We like we said, we have Kruger from Seinfeld. We have yeah. a, an African-American lady that's their leader, and I can't remember her name. Uh, but she's in there leading the charge. A little girl named, what's her name, Mako? Nico. Nico. And mm-hmm. then they have Steven Root, who's Milton from Office Space. Right. <laughs> uh, and then play, add in RoboCop. And then one other guy for comedy relief. Uh, <laughs> Steven, though, Root, apparently, then goes to the C- OCP, uh, yeah, you know me, corporation, and tells McDaggett, do you want to know where the Rebellion's at? And he gives them the intel of where to find them. They raid uh, the Rebellion's shack. Yep. Right? Yes. And then they um, they all get separated. Is that right? A few of them actually, well, unfortunately, die. Uh, Man. Uh, actually, Milton being one of those, actually the guy. That shows you how bad... McDaggett was. I mean, Milton helped him get to where he needed to be, and they, yeah. they still killed him. That's ridiculous. Know? That's that's why <laughs> we've got to vote. We've got to vote McDaggett out of office. <laughs> we have to um, we listen, have to. Detroit. We've got to rise up, uh, and we've got to get rid of McDaggett. Uh, he's no good for anyone. No, I mean he's proven himself over and over again, and we keep electing him into office. We're sad about that. It's ridiculous. Um, it is it's ridiculous. ridiculous. Um, Anyway, write right to a senator. Then maybe I'll help you out. Um, so RoboCop, though, does avenge uh, this right here. They get back together, correct? How does RoboCop save the day in the end here? Where did the ninjas well, show up? There first, are ninjas I mean, involved, and they're a very, they have a very convoluted story. There are two of them, right? Two RoboCops? Aren't there two ninjas? Three, actually. Oh, my gosh. There are three. And I... I 
The first one was probably the worst, like the baddest dude out of all of them, because he he kind of puts a whooping on RoboCop yes. at first. I, I mean, he didn't. RoboCop didn't see it coming. I don't think they didn't realize what he was getting into. But then he regains his gun and and is able to shoot him, and his head explodes. So, <laughs> and then he puts the wings on. Yes. Flies to McDaggett's. He's got to stop McDaggett. And lo and behold, there's two more. Two more. Automos. Automos. O-T-O-M-O-S. Automos. Automos. And they are, they're legit. They're legit BAs, man. Oh, they were. They're good. They were. So one thing, we're talking about the wings earlier. We are making the. We were talking about the OCPU basketball team and their wings. Yes. But the reason we're talking about the wings is because initially, uh, the rebellion they raid this um, this uh, re- this re- urban rehabilitators storage unit, and they've yeah. got all these guns in there and these AK forty sevens and all these assault rifles and bazookas, and then shiny is this uh, these wings that are a prototype yeah. for RoboCop. They find out, they grab mm-hmm. it, uh, and so then Doctor Lazarus says, "Well, I worked on those whenever I worked for uh, Stark Tech or whoever they worked for." Right. I think it was OCP, maybe. I think she was a member of OCP. I think she um, was. She helped him out. Um, but anyway, so then they have, um, they he fights the the ninjas. Did he shoot one of them in the head? Yes. Yes, he shoots shoots one in the head. And, and that, I guess that's their weakness is their head because did when he shot. There's not a lot of backstory on the ninjas. No, all. they don't. They they're created by the OC by the OCP corporation. Now riddle me this one: um, when he shot the ninja in the head, did he say, "Don't lose your head"? <laughs> he did. I don't think he had a crazy catch line don't. in this one. Why Why are you losing your head, civilian? <laughs> Keep. A calm head about you. <laughs> That's all I got. I don't you know, get any I, more head I got to say, though, RoboCop in this movie does have a lot of goofy one-liners. Well, you know, they, they don't have... What's his face? Uh, Peter... Not Cullen, Peter Weller. Peter yeah. Weller. Yeah. That's his name. They don't have him in here. You know? I mean, mm-hmm. he was... Hits Ro- That's RoboCop, dude. Oh, that was RoboCop for sure. Even to this day, seeing Peter Weller, he's RoboCop. Well, yeah, he can't play anything else other than just being RoboCop. In my eyes, <laughs> he'll always be—he'll always, he'll always be. be RoboCop in my heart, Jared. <laughs> That's exactly right. He'll always be. He can't be anyone else. Um, so they end with—they um, end with Rip Torn survives the CEO. They fight off all the the. Um, they fight off everybody. Old Detroit's all cleaned up at the end. Um, basically. Kanemitsu, who's the CEO of the actually CEO of the OCP Corporation, um, and there's so many there's so many random bad guys in this. Did you feel like there were so many, like too many bad guys to even keep track of when you watched this? Well, I I mean personally, McDaggett was the worst out of anyone. Yeah, he's crappy. He might be the worst bad guy in any movie <laughs> ever. I mean, he's he is he's so bad. bad. He's so mean to people and. To, no heart whatsoever. So no, uh, he believes. But in there nothing. was there was a. It's it seemed like there was a lot, and well, I mean, there was could... actually one point they introduced a girl about three quarters of the way through the movie where I'm like, well, who is this? Yeah. And then she just 
happened to be a random woman, but it was kind of like a you, <laughs> kind of a big part for somebody that you haven't seen the whole movie. Yeah, like like it's, know, a, like so. it's a big reveal, but it's like who is this person even? But if you look back at it, you've got the uh, the uh, gang members, you have the splatterpunks, you have yes. the uh, I'm gonna say it wrong, the Kanemitsu. Uh, corporation people. You have the urban rehabilitators. You have Mc, uh, Mc, how do I say his name? McDaggett. Yes. You know, like there are so many levels of people. Then you're like, I don't even know where to even begin to, you know. Then you have another. Well, and the, yeah. The the gutter punk guys. Yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's just like it's nonstop of like, of like uh, just the over and over like there's so many added uh people and, and to the point where you can't even keep track of all the people and i don't i feel like i feel like robocop wasn't even part of this movie sometimes <laughs> no he was he was hurt a lot too. he was hurt a lot hurt. he's like but also jack do you think possibly that they put so many evil people in this movie because they know robocop can handle it <laughs> <laughs> i mean he can, and then once he got wings, you're not going to stop him. Well, no, I will say that, man. When you give RoboCop wings, you might as well. You might as well just said, "You're enough. You're the new mayor. You're the new mayor of Detroit, <laughs> right? RoboCop. Right. You're the mayor." Okay. And actually, exactly. I think other superhero movies have made this mistake too. Like they feel like each sequel has to out outdo yes. the one before it, and so by the time you get to the third one, it's like, well, we we just got to throw in just a mess of enemies at him, you know, because it's got to be bigger. It's got to be better than. The first two, you know, yeah, because in the first one he sure. just in the first one he just fought off the big the the big robot things like the big program robot and that that thing actually made a uh, a uh, a little bit of a cameo in this too. It did at the first the very first part it's of it, gigantic, yes. yeah. So, um, and I think that that kind of just set up how smart Nico really was, the little girl. Well, you know, she, it did, and she programmed it to be as what is it as subservient? No, as loyal as a puppy. Yes. That was her programming, yes. Phil. Have you ever programmed a computer with uh, be as loyal as a puppy? And then the, <laughs> and then the computer's like, I am as loyal as a puppy. <laughs> he was getting ready to shoot somebody and then did that. Anyway. Hey, maybe with, that could be another tattoo idea if we did one of those. And they just put below it, loyal as a puppy. Um, you know? i got to find out what the name of that unit is. Because I've got I've got actually a proposition uh, here. We're looking at uh, really having a great week. This week at Bad Donkey Tattoo, come in. It's RoboCop week, friends. Uh, get 50% off <laughs> RoboCop 3 tattoos when you get RoboCop with wings. Promo code, horrible movie. Um, you also will get a free T-shirt. Plus, if you right. get the big robot thing from the first RoboCop, uh, that's not RoboCop, but the big robot thing with guns, we're going to give you 75% off. But below it, you have to put I am as loyal as a puppy. <laughs> yep. That's right. 75% off. Uh, RoboCop tattoos uh, that are as listed uh, in the last promo. Uh, promo code horrible movie. That's only at Bad Donkey Tattoo, where anything's possible. Where anything's possible. <laughs> we're all Bad Donkey Tattoo. We're all your dreams come true. Oh, I love it. Uh, we're good. Uh, well, okay, yeah, let's th let's do this. Let's talk about the goods and bads of this movie. What are the good parts of this movie, Jared? Well, I think the good is obvious. I mean, RoboCop with wings. <laughs> How is that obvious? I don't think it's that I, obvious I, in this one. <laughs> buddy, I am telling you, the first time I watched it, you know, you kind of go through it, but until he puts the wings on, 
it makes that movie. It's <laughs> you're just like how, how you couldn't have made this even more amazing, <laughs> you know. So then, just seeing him fly through the streets of Detroit and save the people, <laughs> I, it puts so much joy worst, in my heart. Some of the worst green screen you've ever seen. Uh, we talk about uh -oh. uh, we talk about uh, Jurassic Park coming out in 1993 on the show a lot, and that kind of is like kind of the level where you go look. In 1993, the CGI was good enough to make Jurassic Park, but now in 1993 they make this movie, and it looks like it's worse than the CW oh doing goodness. superhero movies, like it's a it's superhero TV shows. It looks worse than that. Some way worse. Oh, way worse. And you know, think about Terminator. Did you like you like Terminator? Oh, I love Terminator, yeah. Yeah, and so Terminator came out way before. I mean, the original Terminator came out in 84. Isn't that right? I think that's yeah. right. That sounds right. Yeah, so then how <laughs> how can any m movie that's futuristic about a robot look worse than that almost 10 years later? Like, how's that possible? Oh, and speaking of the budget, like, if like we, we kind of talked about that a little bit, and then I looked up Jurassic Park's budget, and it was... 63 million right well robocop still had that 22 million dollars so yes. it was a third you would still think it would be better than what it was complete I, stupidity i feel like they had the money i think they went and blew it on something they had tauruses you know, tauruses. Pizza party at the bowling alley <laughs> now, now that you had a pizza party at the bowling alley probably and right. that hey that will blow through your budget faster than anything hollywood there's been right. many books in hollywood written about Pizza parties <laughs> and how these that pizza the parties, downfall. man. They, hey, that's the downfall of Hollywood, folks. I mean, oh, unbelievable. Yeah. It's sad. You're it's, sure you, that's a good point, Jared. That it, it's true. It was the the CGI was pretty bad. Okay, so that's as bad. CGI is bad. What else is bad in this movie? The 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 story uh, the story is is hard to put together because there's so much junk thrown in there. There's so much. It, the attention to detail was pretty horrible too. Like at one point. The CEO, you know, Rip Torn's character, is speaking to the... Uh, now, who was the Japanese guy? I can't remember his last Kid, name. Uh, was... Kanemitsu. Kanemitsu, okay. He's speaking to him through, like, a conference call, and he's speaking Japanese, but then Rip Torn yes. speaks back to him in English with no subtitles or anything. Uh, right. So I was kind of... I was kind of. I thought that was kind of odd. So, but it was funny. You and know, was, and the Japanese guy, his translator thing had this robot sound thing going on to it too. It was really weird. So, I would say that was probably one of the worst parts. That or the gutter punk's teeth. I mean, that was pretty rough too. Rough there. man. Hey, Willy Wonka was even embarrassed for their teeth. Uh, hey, <laughs> radio folks, we'll see you soon. We're gonna keep going podcast land. Uh, so, Jared. Um, Let's do this. We've talked about the goods and bads. Now let's talk about this. Let's rate this from one horrible to five horribles. One horrible being it's a bad movie. Five okay. horribles being the worst movie you can imagine. Um, for me, there's a, uh, a couple movies we've done on this. The, the, the Room is a movie. I don't know if you've ever seen The Room. Oh, many. I, I actually own that movie. Yeah. It's, it's so good. <laughs> I wish you would. You, you should have come on. Phil and I did that movie. Uh, just such you should have come on for that episode because it it's a pretty good episode, but it's just fun. Watch, I love watching that movie, but it is, in fact, a horrible. I mean, it's, it's really <laughs> crappy. Like, it's so crappy. <laughs> it, I'm it, it's I'm so I'm bad. 
I had to buy it so that my girlfriend could watch it just so I could show her how horrible it is. Yeah, it's hard to imagine how bad this thing is. It is. But how many times do you think you've watched it? Well, I've only watched it I've only watched it twice now. Cuz I well, I honestly didn't get turned on until turned on to it until what's the name of the uh what's the James Franco movie that he did about it? Oh, uh, what was that called? Uh, let me look. The up. Disaster Artist. Disaster, disaster Artist, yeah. yeah. Which yeah. was actually a very good movie. Yeah, it was really good. It yeah. So. yeah, it was a good movie. Anyway, um, so what, what do you think? One to five. One being bad, Ugh. five being acid to your eyeballs. I don't want to go too high on it because comparing it to, say, The Room, I you know I would say, let's put it mediocre. About two and a half. Can we do two and a half? Can I do yeah, half stars? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, I'd say two and a half because yeah. it does have some really cheesy parts, but nothing like the room. I'm going on a three for this one. Uh, basically, I asked this question sometimes. I did this a few weeks ago. Why? The question is why? Why do we have to make this? Uh, and if you can't really answer that, we're well, we wanted to see more RoboCop. I don't think anyone really wanted to see more RoboCop technically. I don't think they did. I don't think anyone technically really wanted to see more RoboCop. You imagine? No, they, you imagine they did? But <laughs> I, they probably really didn't want to see any more RoboCop. Look, buddy, I think we could, like, if we went back in time and got rid of this movie and still sat here and talk, no one would miss RoboCop 3. No. I don't. No. I don't think but anybody would be upset. No. Is there someone out there that defends it and says this is the best that RoboCop has ever done? This is the best movie? Oh, I think 3 I think three is the best movie. <laughs> think anyone says that? Has anyone ever been sitting in a bar and say that? What are you talking? <laughs> what? RoboCop Three is the best movie of the series. <laughs> what? Because we got. Hey, let me ask you. He this. got wings. They did, <laughs> they did remake RoboCop. So, do you think we could possibly see a remake of Three? Okay, so they remade it. Now, I have not seen that one. Have you seen the? No, I haven't. I have to look at. Let me let me pull this up here. Let me see what I got here. Was there a RoboCop in 2014? Yes, there was. Here he is. It's a Ro- RoboCop. It's Ed Niemeyer. Gary Oldman was in it, and Michael Keaton, and Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, wow. Look at this. Oh, wow. I don't know if you can see that picture or not. That was pretty star-studded cast. Look at that, and RoboCop looks cool. Anyway, yeah, I, I haven't it. seen that one. I haven't either, and I don't think it made... Well, it made $242 million. How, where like, where was I at? $100 million budget, $242 million budget, or box office. What? Weird. Whatever. That's crazy. Cray cray, man. I've, I, anyway. I think they have to make a three now. Let's just skip two and make remake three. Uh, did you ever play any of the RoboCop video games? No, I didn't. I have See, not. I, I've, and I'm the opposite. I have not seen the movie, but I definitely played the heck out of the RoboCop, RoboCop 3 video game. And, and some of them are pretty good. In the RoboCop 3 game, actually, there's some parts of it that some people think was actually pretty decent. It's like a side-scrolling uh, side brawler, beat-em-up type of game. So, like a lot of games of its time. Well. It don't sound bad. You know, but you know what's cool about Something. that one? It was designed completely by the tech department there at OCP University. <laughs> That's right, OCP University, uh, where your dreams will come true. You'll find the perfect mate uh, to live out your life. You'll find a degree that you'll be able to use and not have a lot of college loan debt. And also... You can join the Urban Rehabilitators. That's right. Join the Urban Rehab today. Right. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. What can't we do? (laughs) Question mark. (laughs) Sorry. 
All right, I digress. Uh, well, very good. What have you been into, Jared? What have you? I ask this question a lot. What have you been into lately? A TV show, maybe a movie, a game, um, a sport, something. What have you been into lately? Outdoor activities. Well, I mean, you know how big of a Chiefs fan I am, so yeah. we had such a great season. So you're a season I ticket holder too, that. right? Pardon? You're a season ticket holder, right? Yes. Yes. So yes. I mean, you're we, you're we go to all the home games. So. Yeah. Uh, so so you, that was great. I got to say that was awesome. I'm really happy about that. I got to at, watch an AFC championship game, so that was that was awesome. That's what I was just going to uh, ask. Were, were you at that playoff game then? Yeah. Were they almost yeah, made it in was, the Super Bowl? It was really great, yeah. It what, was yeah, a lot what, of energy. Everybody was oh, excited, you know. I can't imagine being there. Like, we were all cheering them on. Like, it was such a big event for us, so. Oh, it was – yes, it was so good. But one thing I did watch that I was really – really impressed with and i don't know if you guys have seen this but uh on netflix the uh i think it was on sci-fi too but it was the uh the series happy Mm-mm, i haven't seen it wow good it's worth checking out yeah it's actually it's based off of a i didn't know this i watched the first episode and i i thought this kind of plays out like a comic book and then i read it and it was a graphic novel so but it's uh that's worth checking out. It's only eight episodes. Like I ended up watching it in a day. You find something was... that, that that's better when it's only eight episodes. Oh, I, shows. I yeah, I like that. I for feel sure. like I'm getting I'm getting to that point now where it's like less is sometimes more. Absolutely, you can finish it easy in a day. Well, if you start in the morning, you know. But oh, it's I got, watched that. It's the one with so the imaginary I, I friend. Mean, what's that? It's got he he is he imaginary an, an imaginary friend. Yes, he he's an imaginary friend of an ex police officer turned hitman type thing, you know, where he he yes. kind of lost a lot and everything, you know. So it's it's really good. Like I, I I'm a, I'm a, I like a lot of comic book movies, TV shows, you know, Punisher and all that. Yes, I, I love that one. So I I really enjoyed this. Like I really didn't know anything about it. Started watching it. Once I started watching it, I really got into it and. It, it's worth it. Check it out. It's got a pretty. Man. It's it was, got man. It's got a pretty good cast in it. Honestly, it does. Christopher Maloney. It's pretty solid all the Lily, way around. Like it was, I always say her name wrong. Majernik. Patton Oswalt's in it. Yeah. Cool. And Patton. Well, he's the imaginary friend, which makes it even better. That does make it better. You know, it, <laughs> it's just his voice, but still, Patton Oswalt's great. It's awesome. So, it's it's worth it. It's worth watching for sure. Like I said, I really enjoyed it. And, um. It was one you just happened to come across. I didn't know anything about it, you know. I thought, well, let's try this out, and then it was trending. I watched it, and first episode, it was really good. So, hey, have you watched yeah, all the all, all the Marvel stuff that was on Netflix? Uh, Marvel the series TV shows, yeah, Daredevil the and series. Yeah, um, I haven't. I've watched a few of the Daredevil now. I'm not caught up on it, but I did watch all the Punisher. I watched a few of the second season of the Punisher. I watched all the first season. And which I read that comic book a lot growing up. That right. was my favorite one. So so I did enjoy that one. Um, but the others I haven't like Luke Cage. I haven't got into that one. I don't know much about it. And then the uh, what's the Jones one? The girl. Oh, Jessica Jones. Boy, she's really good, though, man. Like that. Like I, we've, it, seen, we've seen my wife and I, we've, wa- we've watched all those. Um, the uh, I tell you, man, the Luke Cage one. I got a lot out of the Luke Cage one, especially first season. He's just really. Man, he's just tough. Like it's just fun to watch. Kind of like it's different than Punisher. 
but it's kind of like that where boy he just he's hard to stop. So anyway, I'll have to check it out. Then it's yeah. cool because I, I enjoy those. Those are good. worth a watch. So anyway, absolutely. Uh, Jared, man, we appreciate you coming on. Um, <laughs> let us know about your application to OCPU. Uh, let us know about um, if you make it into the academy there. And if okay. you can get RoboCop's autograph, I would just be I would be over the moon to get that just a copy of it and raffle it off. Um, we we haven't seen a lot of him lately. He's he's kind of been busy with stuff. <laughs> so the next thing we know, I tell you what, I'll get you guys on a newsletter. I'm so happy about that. I, the newsletter, I, I want to see the newsletter. Uh, OCP is just, you know, we're big contributors over here. We're uh, absolutely, you know, you said you were, you'll senior. enjoy the McDaggett's nuggets. You know, it's just his, his thoughts. Oh, uh, hi. You know, so. Hey, mates, I'm McDaggett, and I'm going <laughs> to tell you about everything going on at OCP. Ch- <laughs> chum. He says chum over and over again in this movie. Chums. <laughs> Uh, I'm so, well, very cool. We'll get that done for you guys. Well, uh, you said you're gonna go. You're gonna watch some uh, Walking Dead. Is that what you're gonna do? Yeah, yeah. We haven't got to see the first episode of the, the I guess new, not new season, but you know how they split them up. So yeah. we yeah. got that DVR'd, so we're gonna watch that and get into it. Well, it seems kind of exciting with the. They've kind of re re upped it a little bit. I kind of lost track of Walking Dead. Um, I think a lot of people did. Yeah, I kind of did. I kind—I don't know what—I don't know what it was. You know what's what was his name? Um, the way they killed off, and they, you know what? I knew what was going to happen. I, I, wait, spoiler alerts. Sorry, I gotta stop talking. I'm. I, you know what though? If you don't know that, uh, what was the one guy's name? The guy got uh, that Negan uh, got with the baseball bat. Uh, what's his name? Glenn. Like, Glenn. Glenn. You know, yeah. Glenn, and I, I, I knew what was going to happen. I did this with, um, did you watch Sons of Anarchy? I didn't finish it. I, I got, I think, about four four seasons in. I'm kind of behind, because I know they had a lot, didn't they? Didn't they have yeah, eight but there was a Yeah, there was a couple of characters they killed off in that, and I was like, well, that's kind of who I wanted to kind of root for all the time. Like, I kind of liked them, and then I just, I don't know why. I'm Maybe I'm fickle. Maybe I should be tougher. Can you toughen me up? You make me tough. I don't know if I can personally, but OCPU. Oh, always playing <laughs> your own moderator. It's the, the way to go, to go, man. What can't you do, really? Well, yeah. and you know, FASFA season's coming up, so fill out your FASFA information. <laughs> OCPU. Right. What can't? What can't you do? Right. Anything <laughs> is possible. Anything is possible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jared. Well, thanks yeah. for tuning in. Thanks for coming on, buddy, man. Uh, it's been so hey, much fun. Hey, thanks for having me. This is fun. Uh, we should do time. it again. We'll do it again. Uh, you pick out another movie, anything you want to talk about. Uh, short time, long time. Don't have to do a whole whole full-length show. We could do a short time. Just Jared's Nuggets. We could talk about Jared's Nuggets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a short, a short thing, and then we. it's all good, man. All right? All right. Hey, thanks for having me, buddy. It was fun. You rock. See you, dude. All right, guys. The Horror Movie Podcast is heard weekly on great stations like 88.1, KZ88, South Central Missouri's Public Radio, 104.1, Caps Media in Ventura, California, 103.5, WADR, Janesville, Wisconsin, and 105.5, KFGM, Missoula, Montana, from Missouri to Missoula. The Horror Movie Podcast is available for download on iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, and at the thehorrormoviepodcast.com.